You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are continuing our top 25 rankings for the most interesting and most fascinating fantasy basketball players for this season. At number 13, we have second-year big man Jalen Duran, who is still a teenager and I think presents tremendous upside. Let's go! Talking about G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey. You can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And it is a really important time to be following me over on Twitter because we are just starting the NBA preseason. Opinions and things are going to be flying all over the internet, everywhere. A lot of you are going to have lots of questions. There's also going to be a lot of news breaking about starting uh, players, rotation battles, um, injuries and things I'm sure are going to unfortunately proper. Um, pop up and uh, if you want my immediate reactions and uh, time is of the essence, it is very important that you guys go over to Twitter and follow me over there at Ball Boys Fantasy because that is where I'm going to be dropping any advice or recommendations or thoughts, reactions to anything that is fantasy basketball relevant will be on there first and then as the season goes on, of course, we will have some podcasts throughout the week to give a little bit more of an in-detail and in-depth analysis but definitely if you want the fast, quick-hitting information, make sure over at Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, at Ball Boys Fantasy. Hit me up over there. Let's talk about number 13 on the most fantasy, or top 25 most fantasy interesting players is Jalen Duran. Now, this player is a guy that I really quite like. I really quite liked him in his draft year. I think I had him top six in the draft class, maybe even top five. I think that he is someone that has a lot of untapped potential. You see on the screen here, if you're watching over on YouTube, he is still only 19 years old. He has not yet turned 20, and he is a second-year center. And he doesn't look like a second-year center. He, last year, was playing basically as an 18-year-old, just turned 19 years old. Um, And in the NBA, to start some of his games and play as well as he did is actually quite remarkable. Now, 
this player here, his ADP is all towards the back ends of the draft. Sometimes it does start to creep up. There is a little bit of hype on this guy. On Yahoo, his ADP is 99.4. ESPN, they're sleeping as usual at 133.5. Fantrax is at 99.5. So both Yahoo and Fantrax is in that late 90s, early 100s kind of a zone. Um, but sometimes I do see him go up, up into the 80s potentially. So we'll talk about whether or not I think that that is um, smart or whether or not they still value at that point. But last season... In terms of his, you know, some stats for him, he played 67 games. In that time, he played 24 and a half minutes. Um, and he also, in that time, ranked 136 for nine category leagues, 132nd in minus one rankings. That was eliminating, eliminating his threes because he didn't shoot any. Uh, and in Yahoo Points Leagues, he was 140th. So even in 24 and a half minutes in his rookie season, he was someone that you could you know, roster in fantasy basketball leagues. He wasn't providing super high value, but he was a back-end standard league player in 24 and a half minutes as an 18, 19-year-old in a uh, backup 24 and a half minute night role. Um, so I think that there's a lot of upside for he, him, and he absolutely needs to be drafted in every single league, points, categories, whatever. The question is, how high can he go? Where can he improve? So let's look at a couple of stats. So to say he averaged 24 and a half minutes is correct for last season, but he had a season of, I want to say, three three thirds. Okay, so he initially started the year coming off the bench and played pretty well in his first couple of games, but then struggled as you normally would expect a, a very young rookie to do so and in the early stages of his season was not seeing as much playing time and the stats weren't as great. Then the midway part of the season came along and he started, he, he had his first start on the 9th of December versus the Memphis Grizzlies. He put up 10 points, 12 rebounds and then he went on a stretch of games where he was starting and playing really, really well. There's a couple of great games in there. There's a 15.14 rebounds, one assist, one block game. There's a 15.14 rebounds, 80% from the free throw line. Sorry, 80% from the field, 100% from the free throw line. Uh, 15 and 12 with two assists, a steal, and a block. A 7 and 18 rebound game with four assists and a block. Um, there's a 19 rebound game with three blocks in there. There's a 13 rebound with a block. There's a bunch of these really, really solid games. 18 points, 11 rebounds. But there are also still some down performances mixed in there. A few performances that have been definitely affected by foul trouble is definitely something that we, you know, you would expect as a young center in the NBA, first year rookie center, that he will experience some issues with foul trouble. And I do expect that to continue again this season. Then he sort of came back, injured for a couple of, uh, of games, then came back again. There's a 23 and 15, two steals, two blocks, one assist. That's a great game. Um, there's a 30.17 rebound, three assists, one steal, and four blocks. That's probably his career performance. He did do that in 42 minutes, so big minutes in that game. Uh, 13 and 13, 17 and 7, two assists, steal, and a block. Some really great games, but again, after he came back, again, got injured a little bit here as well. Um, believe there was a ankle in- injury there as well that hampered him uh, for a few games. He came back after the he came back from the ankle injury. He didn't start, okay, and he didn't start down the stretch of the season when they were doing some really weird things with James Wiseman, Marvin Bagley, and 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 there was just a lot of 
stupid shit basically <laughs> in, in in Detroit and um yeah played low minutes to finish out the season until the very end these last sort of you know four or five games where he did start back up again and he he dominated those games so the last three games 20 points 14 rebounds a steal and a block 18 points eight, sorry 18 points eight rebounds two assists a steal and a block 10 and 10 and then another four point but 18 rebound game one block so there was a lot of ups and downs in Duran's season and a lot of um or a, a big lack of continuity in terms of his role. I believe he is the best center in this team. And there have already been some quotes from um, Coach Monty to say that Marvin Bagley and James Wiseman are competing for backup minutes. So I think we can assume that Jalen Duran is going to be their starting center this season, he did start a chunk of their games last season as a rookie, which for a big man is usually quite rare. So in a second year, I think this guy is going to be their starting NBA center. And I think that consistency in his role and consistency in minutes will definitely help a player like Duran. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's look at what he did when he did start. So when he did start, he played 28.9 minutes. So 29 minutes, essentially. And he averaged 10.5 points, 10.6 rebounds, 1.4 assists, 0.6 steals, and 0.9 blocks on 65% shooting, 61% from the free throw line. Now, I've also highlighted on the screen there for you guys over on YouTube to have a look at. He only had 12.8% usage, which is extraordinarily low. It, it is very, very low for uh, even a rookie center to have that level of usage. That's kind of like Tom Thibodeau center type usage. And 
I believe that Jalen Duran has a much, much higher ceiling, especially on offense, than what that usage number would suggest. I think it is very easy to expect that usage to come up to 17, 18, 19% this season, which would give a boost to his scoring, give a boost to his field goal percentage, which, again, when we add more volume onto that, that can see that come up. I also really think he's an underrated passer. I think we are yet to sort of explore him as a playmaking player from the post. Um, I think he has the ability to average closer to, to two and a half, three assists per game. I don't know if he's going to do that this season, but I think that is something that he is capable of doing. So I see th- those numbers on the on the board there, basically 10 and a half points, 10 and a half rebounds, uh, one and a half assists, 0.6 steals, basically a block per game on 65% from the field, 61% from the free throw line. That's his flaw, in my opinion. I think he is definitely doing at least that this season. And I believe that's something that can get him basically to the top 110 in category leagues this season, even if he just does that. But I think that there's further upside. That's in 29 minutes. He could easily eclipse the 30-minute per night uh, mark this season. I've got him in my projections on ballboysnba.com at 30 minutes on the dot. But again, it could be higher than that. And I do believe the last thing we need to discuss, again, we talked about the usage. I think that can come up a bit higher. So if that usage just comes up another 4 or 5%, you can see that 10.5 points go up to something like 13 or 14 points per game. But the last thing we want to really discuss here are his block numbers. So the block numbers were, I guess you could say, disappointing last season, considering that he is a physical and athletic big man. He definitely showed a lot of block potential in college. So on YouTube, again, if you guys are watching along on the video, you can have a look at his block right here. He had 2.1 blocks in 25 minutes in his college um, season before being drafted. And if I compare that to a couple of other more recent centers coming out of college and what their block rate is, we can get a sense of what we should uh, hope and expect from uh, Duran if it does come to fruition in the NBA. So we've got a couple of big shot blockers here. So Mark Williams, 2.8 in t- 24 minutes. He also had a disappointing block rate when starting. I think it might improve this season. Walker Kessler, huge numbers, 4.6 blocks in 26 minutes. Obviously, that translated last year. He has a chance to be the leading shot blocker of the NBA this season. Chet Holmgren, another big block rate, 3.7 in 27 minutes. So not quite Walker Kessler big, but pretty darn good. And then Evan Mobley, which is the most comparable to someone like a Jalen Duran, 2.9 blocks in 34 minutes. So by far the most amount of minutes of these guys. He had 2.9 minutes compared to the two point, sorry, 2.9 blocks compared to Duran's 2.1, but he had an extra nine minutes to do so. So I think that the block rate of Mobley and uh, Duran is actually quite similar. And if we have a look at what Mobley did on a blocks per game over his first couple of seasons, let's have a look at that. So last year was his second year in the NBA. And again, he was coming in as a, as a pretty highly touted defensive big man. Um, so what did he do? So last season, um, he put up 1.5 blocks per game, 1.7 in his rookie season. Again, he's playing in power in a powerful position. Durin is the unquestioned center, in my opinion, there as well. So, I mean, he is playing next to someone like an Isaiah Stewart, I would assume. But I think if Mobley can do 1.5 to 1.7... I think it's reasonable to expect that Jalen Duran is able to do 1.2, 1.3 blocks per game. 
which I think is not to be underestimated. So if we compare, you know, the elite rebound numbers, the fact that he can probably get to 13 to 14 points per game, the amazing field goal percentage, the ability to get to 1.2, 1.3 blocks. Well, what have we got here? We've essentially got Jarrett Allen. Um, this is pretty much what I expect to see from um, Evan Mo- Sorry, not Evan Mobley, uh, Jalen Duran this season. And I don't really see... I don't think it's that much to expect. So if we look at Jarrett Allen's averages from last season, he averaged 14.3 points, 9.8 rebounds. I think Duran smashes that. Um, 1.7 assists, 0.8 steals, 1.2 blocks. And that had him as the 36th ranked player in fantasy basketball in nine category leagues. I look at those numbers, 14 points, 10 rebounds, 1.2 blocks, 64.4% from the field. Yes, the free throws is a little bit higher at 73%, so maybe that's the difference there. But I look at those numbers, and I think that Duran can do at least that this season, if not better in the rebounding department. I think he could potentially do better in the assist department, um, and maybe even the field goal percentage department, although probably not as confident there. The only thing that he might struggle in is um, the steals. I'm not sure if he gets 2.8 steals, and I'm not sure, obviously, the free throw percentage is going to be as good as the 73%, so maybe a little bit more hurt in that category. So either if you're punting free throws or you've built it up strong enough that it's not going to kill you, I think he has a chance to be a top 50, top 60 player this season. With the ceiling of being like top 40 in traditional non-category rankings now, the 1.4 steals, uh, so 1.4 turnovers um, inflates, I think, the the value of a Jaron Allen. I don't actually view him as a top 40 player from last season, but it just goes to show you that if you are drafting a Durin in the 90s and people are drafting Jarrett Allen in like the 50s. Like, I really don't see that much difference between the two players. And you've saved yourself 40 spots, which is why I'm so big on getting these later big guys at around this spot in the draft because what they do compared to the guys going 40 or 50 spots earlier, yes, you have more confidence in those guys that are earlier, but there really isn't much reason, in my opinion, to expect those guys to do that much worse than those players that are going, again, 40 to 50 spots earlier. So... I'm not worried about the competition with Wiseman or uh, Bagley or anything like that. I think he is locked in as the starter. Again, I've predicted him for 30 minutes, but even if he gets... Say he gets more. Say he gets 32, 33, 34 minutes, he will smash those numbers. And again, he does have that top 40 upside in that case. We also do need to remember, though, that he is a young player. He is still, like we said, not yet 20 years old. So there will be ups and downs. There will be times where he is looking incredible but there will still be times where he's getting into foul trouble. He's limited in terms of his minutes because of that reason where he's, um, you know, goes missing a little bit on times at offense. So I, I, I sometimes one of my issues is I go too early on some of these guys. I get too ahead of myself because I can see the potential. And we have to remember that he's a teenage center in the NBA. Um, but in saying that, I think you can guarantee elite rebound numbers. You can guarantee great field goal percentage. And I do believe that the blocks will come up as he finds his feet a little bit more in the NBA and he gets a bit used to the speed of the game. Um, and, and it can't hurt to play with a player like Cade Cunningham, which he didn't really have any chance to play with him at all last season. So I think that, that is another you know um, thing you can, you can discuss here. We'll note, he did have an ankle injury in the most recent preseason game, most recent preseason game. Um, I think from what I can see, it's an ankle sprain. 
So I don't think it should really limit him too much, but just, again, something to monitor in case he does miss time at the start of the season. I don't think it will cost him any time. Uh, I haven't heard anything about it being anything dramatic or major or anything like that. So, But just something to maybe keep an eye on. But Jalen Duran at number 13, I think, of the trio of players going at the back of drafts, Gafford, Mark Williams, and um, Jalen Duran, they're kind of like the big three centers that I think go quite late. You could throw in Zach Collins into that mix. I think Duran has the highest ceiling out of those guys. And I kind of also think that he's got the highest floor because I feel of all those players, he's the highest, um, he's the most talented player. And he's definitely in those teams, the most secure and locked in in terms of the player they want to feature as a part of their future. He, to me, is a core building block for the Detroit Pistons. Whereas I don't think you can necessarily say that about a Gafford or uh, even a Mark Williams. I like he's fine, but he's, I don't think he's a guy that you don't get someone better at that position because you've got. Um, someone like him, uh, someone like uh, Collins. I think again, if Wemby wants to move to the center, like they'll make that happen. They won't. They won't worry about Collins. So I think Duran has the highest floor and the highest ceiling out of both, out of all of those positions. We just are kind of crossing our fingers that the blocks come around. I think they do. Um, so for me, he is probably my favorite of those big of those centers late for me to target, and I think he does have some things that we haven't yet seen from the big man. That will do it for us today, guys. At number 13, we are getting so close to the top 10. This next guy, I'm going to give you a hint at number 12. And uh, it's a very, very interesting player for us to discuss indeed. So at number 12, we have a player. He has played his first preseason so far. He looks really good. And I think after the preseason game, the narrative might start to change. It's been a terrible narrative until this point, and I think it might start to change and people might start getting back on board the wagon. But who knows? There's there's a lot of, lot of strong opinions about this man. Who is it? Let me know down in the comments below who you think we're going to be discussing at number 12. It's going to be a good one. Get your comments in. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Give this video a big thumbs up, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.